1: Yo what's going on uh, Brady
0: Where's
1: it? Brad and Newbie ninety two? What's up? N- N- Nabil eighty eight Lurville. The first couple of you just who joined in hit me with some some new names. Uh, Chloe, uh, what's going on? John Hollinger, what's happening? eighty eight said uh, said how you uh, how's it going Quincy's going well thank you very much Benjamin joining in Pogo Jr uh dropping the I'm here uh Nabil Tardy said hola bro where are you calling in from uh MJ 8 popping in what up what up McNasty McNasty joining in what's going on everybody It's Villarreal backward. I got it. (laughs) That's why I was like, I don't think I've seen that before. Um, Pogba Jr. said he just dropped the first YouTube video in two months, is out. Congratulations, well done. Uh, Espanol. Sorry, no habla espanol. Or un poquito, right? Very small, very little um nasty said what up what's going on nasty dropped that soccer ball i'm in your head emojis you know what it is uh as you guys see that on the screen there let's see if i get this going as we welcome everybody in to another episode um 88 said bro come play for the chicago house soccer club hey send me your offer what's up you guys know Head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash QuincyCV. You guys can see my uh, most recent uh, soccer CV. Um, Currently in free agency, you know, so uh, available for all for all offers. Fernandinho, what's going on? Um, But hopefully that won't be the case here for much longer. Looking forward to you um potentially make an announcement that i think will be fun for the perfect soccer community i know you guys have been along for the ride for quite some time so as everybody is joining in and of course my computer wants to act extremely slow we'll get going here in a minute um so, any questions you guys have, have them ready. Start dropping them in the in the chat box and in the section here below. You guys see what I put on the screen there? A perfect soccer ball. Um, you know, sales have been starting to really pick up of those bad boys. And uh, if you haven't gotten yours yet, don't miss. <sighs> Don't miss out on the fun. I've been going hammer time since like six this morning, so apologies if I'm a little tired. Um, But yeah, so let's see what we got here. So as everybody is joining in here, uh, we'll get started officially kicking off today's uh, today's show. So... Welcome to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I'm your host, 12-year pro, uh, 12-year pro, Pro MLS Comeback Player of the Year, uh, MLS Cup champ, former MLS Cup champ, uh, Black Players for Change founder, and MSL coach, Quincy Ameriquois. MSL? What are you talking about, Quincy? What do you mean? What, what's the MSL? Well, for those of you who don't know and haven't yet to turn into this ha- tune into this hashtag, Frequency, it's the Mental Strength League. Yo, shout out my MSL Army, MSL Legion that's already in the show today. Drop them I'm in your head emojis if, you, if you're down in the MSL. Uh, but that's what we break down and discuss every, uh, here on this channel every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, live on the Perfects underscore soccer Instagram account and Zoom account. We've got a, a show guest. Um, I want to show her love to our to our Zoom to our Zoomist account and community. Because, you know, we've expanded our our horizons. Because that's what we do out here. But it's, uh, for those of you who don't know, the Mental Strength League, the MSL, the Mental Strength League. It is a game of 4D mental chess. One where you're an active participant or you're steady in the game getting played. What are you? you? You a pawn getting played? You a pawn playing the game? You a queen? You a rook? You a bishop? You a king? Huh? What are you? And how are you playing the game? Uh, but yeah, it's the game of life, right? And it's a, it's a system of thinking. It's a process of thinking. It's a game that we here in the community play, break down, discuss, and uh, and and talk about every Thursday here on the account. Um, but the, the real truth of it, and the summary of what the MSL is, it is the mindset you need to accomplish your goals. Now, you might be asking yourself, why? Why do I need to? You know. Why do I need to accomplish my goals? Well, I mean, if that's what, if you're set on a journey to want to accomplish your goals, I believe you'd want to know how to do that. And if you want to do that, the MSL mentality is exactly how you go about doing that. Um, uh, you want to do it because you want to learn how to learn. Why would you want to learn how to learn? So you can know when and how you're preventing preventing yourself from accomplishing your goals and uh, how to put a place and plan and what to do about it. Um, and yeah, just reflecting on this whole journey because it's been dope. Seeing the MSL community drop diamond here at Emojis is is awesome to see. Um, yeah, it is awesome to see. Gets me to self-reflect and, and think about the three S's of self-awareness, which is what we break down here. Self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability. i got to practice what I preach and uh, preach what I practice. So uh, happy to have... Those of you who are down in the MSL joining in live today, and for those of you who are joining in for the first time, hopefully this gives you a little bit of a summary as to uh, what it is that we do here, why we do it, and how the teamwork equals DreamWork community uh, that we've got going on. So if you guys got any um, questions and you're excited for today's episode of the of the show, go ahead and spam that heart button. I'm already seeing you guys dropping in the Mime In Your Head emojis, which is dope, D uh double D O V E nine. Uh what's going on, brother? Uh uh Connor MC forty two drop the nine in your head emojis. Pokemon Jr. drop the nine in your head emojis. Seeing you guys spamming that heart button. Uh a lot of you joining in. Uh Fernandinho underscore dot underscore thirty drop the nine in your head. Um <laughs> love that. Connor said, Hey Quincy, I'm watching beach volleyball. Definitely got the Olympics on right now. Uh Shout out what we talked about, excuse me, last week, right? Uh, Fernandina said, hey, Quincy, I just finished my trials for De Anza College. I think I did well. Congratulations. Uh, How was the experience? Uh, What do you think was um, the most important thing you were able to highlight or showcase in your time there? That'd be dope to kind of jump into. My computer is just running on... uh, full Steam George Battistelli joining in. What's going on? Joe Jackson dropping in as well. Too said, so What's up, Quincy? How's it going? It is going well. Um, welcoming uh, new uh, guests to the show as well as uh, Perfect Soccer MSL OGs. Uh, Timmy Pig joining in. Um, and yeah, I think you know, it's interesting. Uh, so let's see yeah I think I gave the the official kickoff of today's episode and show so if I missed if I, uh, if I missed if I missed anything you guys let me know if I missed anything but uh, welcome 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 uh, I think today should be an interesting one mainly because I am starting to receive a lot of feedback and a lot of you know results, Yeah, I'd say a lot of feedback, feedback results from work we've done in the past, from systems and processes and initiatives we we kind of started several weeks ago, months ago, years ago. Um, As you guys know, time is your most valuable asset, and we're uh, we're very focused on investing our most valuable asset, a.k.a. our time, into uh, the most – we want to be as thoughtful and mindful as possible about where we're investing that time. And uh, what things we're we investing our time in, um, with the hopes and the idea that in the future we'll kind of we'll get to be able to bear the fruits of our labor, right? I think two or three episodes ago I spoke about you know slicing up your time into segments like seeds, and investing those seeds and planting those seeds like a farmer, because you know we're out we're out on hashtag Ameriquai Acres now, uh, so that we can uh, we can cultivate and tend our crop. And then hopefully uh, live off the land and uh, live off of our our hard work, our, our labor, our, our expertise. And, um, you know, that's a labor of love. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And uh, I guess the, my point is... Um, you know, we've been planting seeds as a community here for a very long time, and many of those seeds have not only started to blossom, but they've, they've grown into tall tall trees that are barren fruit. And uh, we're starting to see not only the fruits of our labor, we're, we're able to uh, share the wealth, which is amazing, which is a huge, huge uh, part of our process and why we do what we do here, right? We choose short-term suffering over long-term pain, Having left every exchange given more than we've received, we'd like to over-deliver value. That is an ethos here. And uh, we believe that doing that over the long term with a commitment to the LTWM, the long-term winner's mindset, will set us on path to not only surviving but thriving. Uh, Because we are of the abundance mindset. We don't have that scarcity mindset here. We believe there's more than enough to go around but it takes time for people to see what true greatness looks like because they never seen it before. Right. The eyes are blind. Like, what? What is this? It's like a newborn baby coming into the world saying, like, oh, what What am I looking at? And the the MSL community is looking at that baby saying, baby, listen, what you're looking at is greatness. You're looking at greatness. You never seen greatness like this before. So you, you got to shield and protect your eyes. But as time goes on, those little those little baby eyes of yours will start to. To be able to handle the strength of the greatness of the MSL community that you've been you've been basking in the ambience on of for time, right? So we help we help rise, <laughs> uh, right? One of the one of the pillars and uh, ethos here also is passion, right? And we have a passion for having fun, uh, passion and fun. That's what the P for perfect soccer stands for, right? And if you're passionate about something, you're having fun. Uh, and fun includes, uh, making fun of, uh, making fun in light of, uh, of difficult times because we'll get through them. We'll, uh, we'll not only get through them, we'll, uh, we'll prosper, we'll, we'll gain a, a valuable lesson, which is the, the fruit of that labor, right? Any, every, every experience you have, um, presents you an opportunity to, to take away a lesson learned. And I think our community is is uh, primed for that and optimized for that and and uh, very in alignment with that. so you know welcome to those of you who are new to the community. Uh, love having you uh, and big shout out to those of you who've been down in the MSF for quite some time. Uh, much more fun and prosperous ideas and, and, and content and fun to come. Uh, one of those is, them perfect soccer mini balls well the perfect soccer match ball you see on the screen there uh and the perfect soccer mini ball which is loving those things uh let's see what we got here um okay george said what's been happening uh well yeah okay so uh george had asked what's been happening quincy so let me choose different assets on the screen uh or something like that let me mute this so what's been going on what's been happening a little bit on the personal side of stuff for those of you who don't know you know now you know i'm the first
0: professional soccer player in the metaverse
1: right uh i've been a, a crypto enthusiast for well over a decade now but very uh very much got into the NFT collector, uh collectors community here and uh been uh been collecting some really dope individual artists. A lot of the a lot of the stuff I've been collecting has been over on the foundation app. Um, through there I I had found uh artist by the name of Super Trip. So you see the piece that is on the screen right now. That is his very first AR 3D. 3D AR piece, minted and dropped on the blockchain. And I've been following him for several months now. Been trying to cop one of his pieces, you know, which has been a, a difficult uh, feat to accomplish. But I successfully pulled that off for what I believe is one of his greatest pieces to date. You know, but I am also biased because it's the piece that I own. And I have, uh, I have been able to... To acquire, but a hey, VR, AR, uh, NFT, uh, whoo, collectibles. That industry, I think, is just in its infancy. There's gonna be some great, uh, great artists, great individuals who are gonna be discovered and seen. As a result of that, I'm, I'm, I'm just to be uh, along for the ride and in on, in on the uh, the process early on. Um, I think if you guys looking at my personal Instagram account, you'll see my at Quinn, Quinn NFT account, right? So Quinn's NFT account. Uh, I have not been doing a great job of keeping that updated with all the the work and the artists and stuff I've been discovering because mainly because I just enjoy it. I kind of, I do this for fun. Um, I try my best to share, uh, on my personal account, but then it's kind of hard cut, right? Like the time, effort, and energy it takes to cut content, chop it down, clip it up, uh, add captions, thoughts, keep it updated and put – that that's like it's work. It's a job, right? So it's kind of – it can be difficult to do. I've been talking with the team to how to put in place a process where like I can keep having fun, enjoying these aspects and pieces of it and then um, hopefully chop it and post it to those accounts. So for those of you who are interested in this whole space, you know uh, – there's a place to keep, keep up with it. I think, um, yeah, the art, the art is dope. I didn't, I was going to, I copped that piece and then one other piece, which was another one from an artist that I'd already, I'd, I'd gotten some from in the, in the past, but I wasn't able, I forgot to, um, to download that. Um, yeah, speaking of mitten stuff on the blockchain, um speaking of minting stuff on the blockchain need to get the we're gonna mint this, this is gonna I'm gonna mint this as an NFT. the moment I entered this man 's mind we happened to get it captured on video this is the moment the this is the moment right there you see that right there boom inside when you get someone to uh, create to animate like the 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 hashtag frequency entering into this man's mind in this moment and then we can mint this on the blockchain forever and you could you know add it to your collection or collectibles maybe we'll make like you know multiple versions of entering uh his mind and then we can kind of build from there the the, the the cities and the and the the skyscrapers and the buildings and the schools and everything else that we've been just developing over over time because you know hashtag rent still free, and you know we'd like to have fun. There's limitless possibilities in the metaverse, and I'm I'm having a lot of fun over there. So uh, let's see, let's see, what we got um oh you got the other so much of what we do requires in the MSL community the mentality the mindset is conviction and you know I was touching on a little bit on the NFTs and collecting and stuff one of those uh, one of the you know one of my prized possessions in my collection is the conviction cockroach right Uh, we can survive anything with conviction um what did I post? I posted it over on Twitter. I think it's tied to my um, my Twitter over on Twitter. Um, but, yeah, so let's see. All right, all right, all right. Um, more of you joining in, so let's see. Yeah, so that's what's been going on on my, on my side, Pogba. Thanks for that. Let me pin that to you there for those of you who are joining in. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Uh, Pogo said, I don't even remember how I got here. I just saw the live. Decided to hop. Oh, ignore that one. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) I don't remember. I got here. Uh, got here, I just decided to follow Then I s- saw the live and hopped on And then I've been here oh, Okay, so Pogba, say, uh, Pogba Jr. is talking about how he had Discovered the, the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show Said he doesn't remember how, but he just decided to follow Saw a live, hopped on, and has been along for the ride ever since Well, thank you very much, brother um, It sounds like you've been You you built your conviction over time Through investing your time And saw something of value uh, to, to not only participate to but to maintain a part of the community. So, um, how have you been enjoying it, man? Uh, you know, has it been ups and downs? Has it been downs? Has it been all ups? Has it been eh? Has it been something in between? Uh, let's see. Fernandinho had said The important thing I learned is that college soccer is way different than club soccer because the coaches are way stricter on the preseason training it's mostly about fitness yeah that's true you know the college soccer mentality it's like in stages and stuff it's a it's a great experience or at least i greatly enjoyed my college experience i won't say that every college program and experience is the same and it's all it's it's great for everybody but um i think the common theme in college soccer is definitely a heavy emphasis on like the preseason aspect and and fitness um you know, I think usually like those preseason trips and the fitness trips are where you kind of build that camaraderie with your locker room and you know your brothers and sisters. You know, it's men's soccer and women's soccer. I think uh, so. Through difficult times, you 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 find. I feel you 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 forge the strongest bonds. So as much as, listen, I'm a I'm a player who. Is not a huge fan of preseason and fitness and running, but I also am a huge fan of how you feel when you're fit and in shape. Because once you're fitting in shape and you can run for days, I mean, you are another level of confident out on the soccer field, and you're able to convert. Uh, you know, any you're much more likely to convert any and all opportunities that are that you're presented with on the field. I think the the worst feeling. On the field is to see an opportunity pass you by in a game, and you not able to capitalize on it because you're tired. Yeah, that one's a disappointing feeling, and uh, I'm, I, I know my fellow soccer players out there have been in that situation before, right? Hopefully, those those times when those happen, they motivate you to to make sure you're you're doing the additional work off the field to to not to minimize those types of feelings and experiences on the field. But those experiences are also necessary to, to kind of get a feel for where you're at. Um, I, man, it, it, I'm telling you it, it's, it's the same process over and over and over again. That's what professional, that's what professionalism is. I, I believe like the summary of it is, is your ability to do the same thing over and over and over again for longer than someone else. Right. Like discipline. Conviction. Right. Because um, it does it doesn't change. It's it's funny, like it doesn't change that you the, the disappointment doesn't change. Like I'm thinking about me just training and playing today. Right. I got when I hit that that point where I was I was tired on the field and you're just like, ugh man, I know, I I know. In the past, I've, I know in the past I've been fitter before, so you know you're capable of being there, and experience tells you where you are. You're not completely out of shape, but you're not at optimal fitness yet. So it's just the experience you got to have to let you know, okay, log it, this is where I am. Now I know what I need to do to get to peak fitness, and I know how far away from peak fitness I am, as opposed to maybe when you're first starting out and you're a rookie or you're young. Um, that might be the first time you're having that experience. So you don't really know how far out from peak fitness you are. And that's when you can tend to maybe do too much and burn yourself out or not do enough and not be prepared the next time. But that's why the value is in experience. And, uh, you know, that's what we do here on this, on this platform and channel, right? We only share, uh, we share what we've learned through personal experience. Only, only, um, yeah, yeah most uh, most people out there will tell you what they think. We'll tell you what we think, but what we hear is we tell you what we know and we tell you what we know through personal experience. And we only share what we've learned for ourselves through personal experience, right? Uh, we can share our thoughts, but when we're giving advice as to ways to approach it or attack it, uh, we only really want to do that. Um, when we've, you know, tested it ourselves. So the MSL mentality, the mindset, the think, the thought process, like I said, you got to practice what you preach, preach what you practice. That's what we do here. And, um, I think that's as close to meritocracy as we can get to, um, which means you got to earn your spot and you got to earn your position and you got to earn the right to maintain your position every day. That's the professional, that's the professional world. That's a professional mindset. Um, And um, yeah, Uh, constantly reminding yourself of that is, is, is I think crucial to, um, having a long long and successful career in um, kind of in any in any professional industry um, George dropped ltwm so long term winner's mindset he says i 'm wearing that shirt right now jesus hands basking the flow of the mSL <laughs> exactly basking it absorb it you know tap into the frequency the harmony of it all you know the flow of it the energy. Uh, it's like a, it's a dance, glow Yes uh, Ben said, that's a clip That's right, uh, Todor Yeah, we gotta make a whole uh, Show Yeah, that's a show commercial right there, right? That's a huge promo clip of uh, To encourage people to come Come, come on, come And, and bask in the, 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 the Energy, the flow the, 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 the glory, the greatness Of the MSL uh Ben said so Quincy is feeling less sick this week. That's right. I'm starting to, my uh I'm starting to get uh get a what do you call it? Get a get a handle on them allergies and um getting acclimated to my new environment uh which is always a process. Always a process. But we understand that process and we we're patient and we work the process. Uh Pogba said that moment when I'm in your head started, uh, started to catch, started to catch flames. I'm um, in your head started long ago. but That's when it, that's when it entered the, 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 the global consciousness, right? That's when the, the global mental mentality update fired, right? That's when that first neuron fired of like, boom, entered the system. Let's go. Let's go. Let's create that. 1000000000 billion self-sufficient, goal-oriented, focused, disciplined individuals. Let's do it. Bruh. And then what we came over here is we said, now let's mint it. Let's let's do it. We're doing it. But now let's mint it. Let's mint it on the blockchain. Uh, Pogba said, the conviction cockroach. That is correct, brother. Elsie um, joining in. What's going on? It's been amazing. I even got my mom... To not bother call me when the show started. <laughs> there you go, right? No interruptions, no distractions. You know, one hour a week, total focus. Um, Fernandinho said, in college soccer, you need to be mentally tough. Yes, yes, yes. You develop that, build that stamina over time. was <laughs> saying not that she's been bothering me, LOL. I get it, brother. I understand. Um, let's see. Okay, Fernandinho said, Ryan Mash was at my training to help out my coach. I should have went up to him and been like, I'm in your head. You that Yo, you guys, come on. If you guys are out there at training with your coaches and stuff, especially those a part of the Perfect Soccer family, let them know. You'll be like, hey. Hey. Hey, coach. Hey, coach. I'm in your head. <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome. Uh that uh, would have been awesome. Yo, I see 156796 joined in. What's up? LC, uh, LC waved back, said, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? Okay, let's see what we got here. I think I feel like... I've been getting a bunch of news saying uh, Messi is leaving Barcelona. I haven't really, like, jumped into that or dove into that. Uh, it sounds... I mean, from like the reaction videos and stuff that I think are hitting my my feed, it sounds like it's serious, like it's an actual real thing. Um, you guys looked into that at all? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I think this is a good one. Uh, so, I share. My, my mom sent me this one. I want to say last week. Uh, Pogba said, yeah, he's leaving. Someone told me that he's leaving as well. It's official. Okay. Yeah, big woe for me, but usually all the big players move on. Yeah, eventually, right? Like, I think that's that's sad, right? When you see an era has come to an end, like, you don't want to see it happen, but, you know, eventually you'll have to say goodbye. Um, I think on one of the things I saw, someone had posted, like, his very first goal for Barcelona, uh, and then I saw that uh, Ronaldinho had passed him the ball for his first goal. So that's pretty cool. Um Uh, let's see. Fun fact, who assisted my first goal, my first professional goal? I don't know if anybody knows that. So, yeah, Ronaldinho assisted Messi's first goal for Barcelona. Who assisted Quincy's first goal, first professional goal in the MLS for San Jose Earthquakes? Um... Uh, LC Elsie said, "This is the best. no interruptions when the soccer pro show is live. Man, oh man, this is real nice. Uh, uh, yeah <laughs> uh, I'm in your head emojis. Kebra, welcome. What's going on? Uh, you guys see on my screen, yeah, like I was saying last week, my mom had sent me this. Uh, i I think i've I've talked about this in the past before on the channel, back when I was I think I was around 12, eleven or twelve. I broke my femur. In my uh, club soccer game. So you see there, right there, I I was in a full straight leg cast from hip to toe. And in a wheelchair for... uh, Several months, what was it, like six months? Um, Yeah. Look at that. So, you know... You can... You know you're gonna have difficult times and moments in life. You know uh, when you're young, when you're a teenager, when you're an adult, when you're middle aged, when you're older, right? I think uh, the mentality you have when when you're hit with temporary obstacles because that's what they are—they're temporary obstacles. You're gonna get through them. You're gonna get past them. How you get through them or past them, you might not know, but know that you have the ability to figure out how to move past them. And like I said a little bit earlier in today's episode. Um, you know, find the lesson to be learned from that time because there's always a lesson to be learned from uh, whatever you're going through or whatever is in front of you. Um, lots of lessons learned from just that that time um, being in that being in that wheelchair. You know, not knowing if I'll, I'll you know at that time you know. Uh, specialists are saying, you know, you might not, you're probably not going to play any sports again. You know, you know, there's no really telling how it's going to heal and what's going to happen. And, you know, everyone has their own opinion and their thoughts of it. And, you know, you want to listen to the professionals and those who are caring for you and do everything you can to maximize, um, maximize the help that people give you. Or that you may or you may receive during those difficult times, but uh, don't. But also, don't believe that it uh, it is written in stone just because someone says something, right? You've got a lot more influence and power, and and um, and yeah, and say in the matter. But that also, with that comes a lot of personal responsibility and work. You gotta, you gotta. Uh, You've got to take on and maybe execute to, to, to prove people wrong or to prove yourself wrong or to prove yourself right or whatever it is that you have ambition for or, or hopes or goals or dreams to attain for yourself. So, um, yeah, what are the lessons you're, you're taking away from from those difficult moments? Uh, that's a good. One. What's a What's a valuable lesson you've taken away from a from a difficult time? Let's see. And while you those of you uh, think on that. Let me see what else we got right here. I wasn't watching MLS at that time. LOL. (laughs) That's fair. Ben said Ronaldinho. (laughs) Uh, uh, Not quite, but, you know, uh, MLS, uh, MLS veteran uh, uh, current, still current MLS player, to be honest. Yeah, he's still still playing. Uh, still playing in the MLS and still playing for the San Jose Earthquakes. So there you go, we'll dial that in. Still player in the MLS and still plays for the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, why is it that when Ronaldo left Madrid, it wasn't a big deal and when Messi leaves Barcelona, it's a big deal? Uh, I think it was a big deal when he left Madrid, but I think it's probably a, a larger deal because basically it seems like the whole brand of Barcelona was completely built to. Once Messi came, it. I feel like the whole brand of Barcelona was built around him, right? Like, and he hasn't gone or pursued anything other than being there with that club. So, I mean, you're talking about, I, I guess I, I the best way I kind of try to think about it is like, you know, it was a really big deal when LeBron first made that announcement, right? Like, I'm taking my talents down to South Beach, right? Like, he was the entire organization with with uh with cleveland right with the Cavs like businesses and industries were were tethered and tied around him like livelihoods like a lot goes into all of that and you know you hit a time where maybe you know you have greater aspirations greater ambitions and you know you might be your potential might be being limited by the your current environment you know and sometimes that's you know that's the issue because of the environment sometimes it's not the fault of the environment right like you're just like not in a market where you can maximize your potential so it can become very difficult decisions for players um to actually end up doing what they want what they would prefer to do and what would make them most happy and i think as you know as your as the responsibility whether intended or unintended occurs being a being a prolific athlete you know and like the position that T's in you know it becomes increasingly more difficult to enjoy the game you love because it's not you're not playing for the enjoyment and people's expectations for how you perform and what you do isn't isn't just the enjoyment right they're basically saying like my whole My whole job is contingent upon how you perform. My whole future and what I think is available to me and those around me is contingent upon this. So like, that's where, you know, sports, especially at the professional level, um, becomes something so much more than the game that you love when you're starting out, like you see me there, right? Like, I think we all, as kids, fall in love with the game of soccer, football, right? Uh, because you just enjoy it. It's fun. It's creative. It's freeing. It maybe gives you opportunities to connect with your parents, your family. It might be an opportunity to, to disconnect from your parents, your family, the environment. Um, you, you find you find how it speaks to you and provides value to you. Whether to give you attention, to, to take attention away from you. Uh, I mean, it's a great vehicle to find your way. And... um there's many lessons to be learned along the way. And I think, uh, in the profession, at the professional level there, there's things that, uh, the higher you go, the, the responsibilities that come along with it tend to take away the love for the game because, uh, because the meaning that is ascribed to, to the decisions you make on the field, uh, right or wrong. Um, kind of almost doesn't matter because, you know, people are going to believe whatever they choose to believe. But the one thing we know that is true is the truth is true whether you believe it or not. Um, good question. You know, that's... I think, well, and then I guess takeaway is like the longer he stays, the bigger of a deal it is when he ultimately does leave, right? I think... It's kind of just like ripping the band aid off. After, after, so tying it together, so apologies, tying it together, you know, it was a super big deal when LeBron left the first time. He goes there. That was controversy. That was an issue. But you move past that. People forget. He's still a winner. He wins championships. He does well. Now he, you know, it's probably easier for him to move to the next place. And then it's easier for him to move to, or I won't even necessarily say easier. It's he better understands the process, right? Yeah, that's a better way to describe it. Being a veteran isn't necessarily – and I'll, t- yeah, I'll tie it back in even to what I was talking about on the soccer field with regard to hitting the moment in the game where you're tired, you miss an opportunity, and you know it's because uh, it's because you're tired and you couldn't be there. So you you got to be – got to get yourself um, more fit, right? You know that when you're a veteran, you know the process of getting fit and in shape. You know how long it's going to take. You know what you need to do. Uh, you know how to do it. So you start that process, right? Um, getting into shape, I don't believe really gets any easier as like actually getting in shape more as understanding the process and optimizing the process and and shortening the time and pro shortening the, the time it takes for the process to complete, right? So ease, being easy, ease is a relative term. I don't want to devalue, you know, the experience because I've I, I posted it on my personal account. Serena had shared it with me. Um, you know, it was something too effective if I were to screenshot it. Let me see if I've got it on. I should have it. Let me see. Hold on. So I'm not just butchering the, basically the takeaway from it. Cause it's, it's true. Like more experience means, you know, it takes less time, but it doesn't mean, uh, here we go. And now you can't see the whole thing (laughs) on the skin. No, the full thing that was posted. So. So uh, basically, this is kind of summary of experience and t- tying it together, right? If I if I do a job in thirty minutes, it's because I spent ten years learning how to do that in thirty minutes. You owe me for the years, not the minutes, right? So we talk about you know making good investments of your time so you can maximize your time in the future, right? And developing a process of thinking and a, and a process of gathering information and executing on something so you can maximize your productivity and, and the time you have available to doing things that you enjoy and are passionate about, right? So, the first time you do something, it's probably pretty much guaranteed to be, like, the slowest. The first time you do something right is probably the slowest it's going to be because it's the first time and you're you're getting through it, Um you could get through something the first time and not do it right and get done with it really quick. It doesn't mean it's <laughs> it's uh, it's complete. So so understanding the nuance between that, but you know, once you figure out how to do something properly or the right way, then the more times you repeat that the less and less time that process is gonna take you, but you're still going through those same those same steps. So you're you're condensing the time it takes you to execute on something. Right? So that's kinda of expertise and and being a being a veteran and experience with something. So tying that all together, bundling that all up. We talked about, you know, LeBron and him leaving the first time, that was a controversy, then you had brought up, you know, Ronaldo, why wasn't it as big? I would say, you know, he, he wasn't in one place for as long, so Um, you know investments were made in him people were tied to him in a certain capacity but relative to how long you know Messi's been in that been with that team in that club for as long as he has been you know um, it's it's perceived as as much larger so um, yeah goes with our ethos here you got to make mistakes you got to you know try new things and and you know Understand change is part of the process, but, but, um, be open to the idea that something better may just be right around the corner. So those big, these are big ones. Like I said, I hadn't jumped all the way into that, but Hey, you know, we just practice what we preach, preach what we practice, jump all in. Let's go. Uh, let's see, Kevin, bruh. Okay, there we go. So I got to get caught back up here. You guys are dropping the question, so I appreciate that. Uh, Kevin Bre Kev said, what's one thing you miss the most of youth ball? Uh, the thing I miss most of youth soccer is the, uh, the, the time I get to spend with my dad driving to games, uh, talking uh, just about kind of just everything, life, you know, his perspective, uh, his journey where he comes from, what he thinks and while we listened to, we'd listen to 89 point, the radio station 89.1, so it was, um, was that, B, uh, P, uh, National, NPR, National Public Radio, so we'd listen to uh, shows like Car Talk, uh, where these guys would literally, like, these guys were super experts with, with cars, people would call in and, and be like, yeah, my car's making a sound like, and they'd be like, oh, that was your I won't even try to pretend to know that I understand the intricacies of, of a vehicle. So I'm not even going to make myself look completely stupid because I'd just be making it up completely. But these guys could die. They're like car doctors. They could just diagnose what was wrong with your car and tell you the issue and problem just from a conversation over the phone. <laughs> it's, making me, it's making me think about – it's making me realize you know, that, that's no different kind of than what this show is relative to soccer, right? I'm a soccer doctor. Diagnosing your soccer issue or problem uh, via mentality, and we break it down and and and, um, and uh, dissect it and come up with some solutions uh, through conversation. So um, those were very influential on me when I was younger. And then, you know, listening to classical music and jazz, because that's what you get on that radio station as well, too. So um, I grew to appreciate talk radio Um but um, not sports talk radio, right like um, you know it was like current events news and stuff and then just talking with my dad so that's what I that's what I remember most and loved most about um, youth soccer like I had fun playing soccer uh, you know I enjoy playing soccer, but I I, I guess it's just like The relationships and the people you build and the conversation you have is what I like most about it. And, yeah. Yeah. Being good at soccer and doing well enough to make it far enough in tournaments and do stuff, I think, gave me an excuse to have more time with my dad driving to games and stuff. So I think that's why I was probably so, you know, focused and driven and passionate about figuring it out and getting better. Because like I've said to you guys on the account and channel, like I didn't watch soccer on TV growing up, I didn't have a favorite team, I didn't have a favorite player, I wasn't I wasn't like studying the game from that perspective. I was studying the game from the level I was at at that particular time. So, you know, if I'm in, on a new team or a new game and I'm showing up, hey, I'm starting off as the worst player, but by the end of the by the end of the game or the end of the week or the end of the training or whatever however long the timetable, my goal is to be the best player there. Um, and I'll do that by figuring out how to Uh, you know, elevate my game to the level that I'm at. So, approaching it that way kept opening up doors to potential opportunities to the next level, to the next level. I'd almost, you know, almost not make it, and then boom, okay, opportunity, now we build, now we build, now we build, okay, and then boom, okay, now we build, now we build, now we build. That's been the process. Love that question. Thank you for that question. But I took it back. Um... Yeah, Fernandinho said Messi has only ever played professionally for Barca. Ronaldo, Ronaldo has played for Manu, right? Manu, Real Madrid, and he's with Juventus right now, right? Right, okay, yeah, I think. Um, let's see, and we got let's see about five, five plus minutes here for today's episode. Um, so, any questions? Make sure you're dropping them down there. We'll. And we'll get to them. Four different clubs, even in the fourth club, so he's kind of time to adopt different leagues and countries while well, Messi hasn't. Okay, cool, you guys, yeah. Like breaking that down and talking about it. Serena uh, joined in. What's going on? Um, okay, ben, ben had said, I believe the reason I really got attached to soccer, football. <clears throat> yep, okay, so I got a call there. So I'm I actually, yep, that's important call. So I'm going to take that call here in a minute. But let's uh, wrap up yeah so yeah, I need to get to that. So let's see. Um, I believe the reason I got attached to soccer football was to find my way. Like you said, I loved it I think partially because it's not as popular in the US because but especially in uh, high school, I was able to find true true teammates and friends that I really enjoyed practicing with and motivating each other. It was the community aspect. Of the team, uh, when we want, when we all won, we when we all won, we when we all lost. Okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry. When we won, we all won. When we lost, we all lost. When we practiced, we practiced for each other. It was great. No, that's awesome. Love that. Yeah, that's dope, man. Thanks for sharing. Um, Pogba said, "That's uh, that's just great finding a team that's like that." Probably finding a team like that probably isn't easy. Uh, it is not right. Like, you know, if you're lucky, if uh, once, at least once in your career, you'll find a really dope team. That's an amazing experience. Everyone just kind of gels and clicks and it's kind of, it's just like a family. Um, and, um, if, and when you're lucky enough to experience that, cherish it, enjoy every moment of it that you can and, uh, uh, you know, do what you can to maximize, maximize that. Cause, uh, it's rare. Um, let's see. Uh, ben said, I think I think that passion died out a bit. When I got to college, I wanted to continue soccer because I thought my love for – was based purely on the game. However, when I started training with them and we began playing games, I realized it was much more competitive than I cared for. Yeah. Uh, there are 26 players on the team, so we are always competing even against each other. There was not the same one team feeling that there was in high school. Uh, okay. I understand Definitely understand. Um, I believe with what I know from all the teams I've been on, soccer and other sports, I would love to become a coach when I get older. I'd like to focus on the deep team mentality. Dope, man. That's dope that you already you know have an idea and understanding of that. Um, um, uh, roll on. Let's see, uh, Fernandina. said, "Hey, Quincy, what is a redshirt, and what should I do if I become one?" Redshirt is you're basically sitting out the first year, uh, where you're not eligible to play, but you train and practice with the team. Um, to be honest, if uh, I know you want to, sh- I know you want to show up and be able to play and eligible your first year. But the more strategic play, in my opinion, is to redshirt your first year even if you're a great player or whatever or not, because it just gives you more opportunity. You get a full extra year to play. You get one year to kind of to train, get a feeling for it, understand how everything works, and it doesn't deduct from your eligibility. And what's helpful as well, too, is like, you know, obviously you're at school to be a student first, right? You're a student athlete. Uh, Doing that gives you an additional year to earn or have scholarship to pay for your, for your degree. So, you know, if you needed to, you know, spread out your classes and give yourself a little bit of a buffer red and gives you an opportunity to do that. I think it's, I definitely think it's underrated, definitely underrated. And if you're thinking about it strategically and you, you go in with a plan of uh, maximizing your potential and utilizing the option of a red shirt, I think it, it is not unwise to do so. Uh, Let's see. Which, which focusing on respecting everyone's role on the team, bench players have a role to play, and I would focus on getting everyone to maximize it. Dang, too bad. Is the end of the show continue this next week? Yes, 100%. Let's let's pick this up next week because this is dope. I think this is a good one. The frequency is always fire. Thank you very much. Graham, what's going on? Thanks for popping in towards the end here. Uh, that's, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, ben, if you want to kind of like summarize and draft what you'd put – Um, And post that in the comments or something. I think that'd be good to share it and um, share it over on Twitter because like I said, uh, Rachel's managing the account and she's helping to collect questions before the episode starts. I'm thinking of trying to start a segment to the best of my ability, right? Like uh, 15 seconds or less, something like that, where I'll, I'll try to answer every question submitted over on social during the week in 15 seconds or less we'll have like five or 10 minute segment for that. So, uh, it's, it's teaching me to, to, to condense down some quick, quick hit bite questions. And then we go deep on all the other stuff, uh, like we've talked about. So yeah. Awesome. Uh, thanks everybody for joining in for today's episode is a dope one. I uh, appreciate everybody uh, joining in and the questions. They were very, they were very thoughtful. So I appreciate that. And um, I'll see everybody next week, right? As always, you know what it is. Hey, hey, hey. I'm in your head. Later, everybody.
0: Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening.